Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Bay NRL, your localised Hawks Bay podcast for all things NRL. Round two, what a beauty of a round that was as well, with a few classic examples of games of two halves. So we kick into it with our round and review. A strong second half from the St. George Lawara Dragons gave them a 20-16 victory over the Cronulla Sharks. Tries to the Dragons for McDonald, Frizzell and Aitken. Gareth Widdop, two conversions and two penalty goals. For the Sharks, Jason Peculia and Sasaya Feki. Tries, Chad Townsend, again, two penalty goals and two conversions. A really odd game, that one. Sharks had a m- massive wind, or Gale, almost, you'd say, in the first half. Weren't able to hold out in the second half as the Dragons were able to come from behind. Interesting stat from that game, 21 from 21, the Sharks, in the first half until Valentine Holmes threw an interception. They will be spewing that they couldn't make that count towards a win. The next match saw the Sydney Roosters dominate the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs 30 points to 12. Tries for the Roosters to Kerry, Ferguson, Tedesco, Cronk and Madison with Latrell Mitchell three conversions and a penalty goal. And for the Bulldogs, Josh Morris and Josh Jackson and Moses Embai with two conversions. James Tedesco in this game was an absolute bullet. His combination with Cooper Cronk was paramount to the Sydney Roosters getting over the line and a couple of change of momentum just from loose passes and sloppy tidy up play from the Bulldogs. Over to the Queensland derby and it was the Brisbane Broncos who just got out of jail 24-20 over the North Queensland Cowboys. Tries to Pangai Jr, Opasit, Glenn and Nakarima for the Broncos and for the Cowboys McLean, Cooper and Granville. Asako four conversions for the Broncos and Jonathan Thurston three conversions and a penalty goal for the Cowboys. Really amazing stat from this game is that Scott Bolton was tackled by the goalpost. He'd gone over, he would have been right under the sticks. Easy conversion for JT, that was with less than two minutes remaining and the Cowboys would have won that game as I said the Broncos got out of jail. Now the Warriors, everyone looking to see if they can back up from their performance from last week, and they did. A 20-8 win over the Gold Coast, tries to Fusitua, Tuivasa-Shek and Kata with Sean Johnson, two conversions, and for the Gold Coast, Anthony Don, the solitary try, and Michael Gordon, a conversion and penalty goal. Heard from this game, I didn't actually see it unfortunately, but Roger Tuivasa-Shek was apparently very, very dynamic. Over to New South Wales country, and it was Penrith Panthers coming from behind victory 18-14 over the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Tries for the Panthers went to Trent Merrin, Wanga Blake and Tyrone Peachy, Nathan Cleary three conversions. And for the South Sydney, Walker and Cook the tries. Dewehi, two conversions and a penalty goal. And the big talking point out of this game, well, two talking points, was Greg Inglis. About the 60-minute mark went off with concussion and did not return. That had a huge impact on the game, with Peachy being able to score the match winner. And also the target of racial abuse. That, I hope, will not continue. I'm a strong advocate for against racial abuse. 
and I hope the rest of my listeners are as well. Anyway, moving on. And the upset of the round was the West Tigers pinching one over the Melbourne Storm, 10 points to 8. Solitary try for each team with Vunivalo for the Storm and Brooks for the Tigers. Cameron Smith, two conversions, and Masters, three conversions for the Tigers. Not much else to say about that game. It was Billy Slater's 300th, and he had an absolute mare. So he will want to obviously watch the game tape to see where he went wrong, but also won't because he would not be happy with his performance. Well, this next game, Manly, 54 to nil against Parramatta. An absolute thumping. Daily Cherry Evans, one try, eight conversions, and a penalty goal. Rounding out a 22-point performance for DCE. The other tries went to Kruisau, Fanua Blake, Kurt Sirenin, two tries, Kroka, Trebojevic, Jake, Perrett, and Taufua, and of course Parramatta got nothing, so no points to speak of there. The final game of the round was the Canberra Raiders going down 30 points to 28 to the Newcastle Knights. Tries for the Raiders, Rapana, Whitehead 2 and Croker. Croker with 3 conversions and 3 penalty goals. And for Newcastle, Aidan Guerra, Fitzgibbon, Moga, Watson and Matautia. Kalen Ponga, 4 conversions and a penalty goal. So that wraps up the round and review. Next up is our 3 questions. Welcome back to Bay NRL and we move on to our three questions for the week. The first question is, has Melbourne lost some of their intimidation factor that they once had? Obviously they had a first round win over the Bulldogs, but that more relates to a question I have later. A 10-8 loss against the West Tigers and the Tigers last year weren't exactly flash. They had a close win in the first round against the Roosters, again by the same margin. So, that's quite uncanny, but I feel like Melbourne just aren't quite have the same aura that they used to. I don't know why that is, but I feel like teams are feeling that Melbourne aren't the pinnacle team anymore, as if like, alright, you're a good team, but you don't scare us. And I think part of what made Melbourne so successful is they had that intimidation factor. People knew when they were playing the Storm, they knew that they couldn't make a mistake and they'd be punished if they did. And Melbourne would capitalise. And that sort of fear factor, I suppose if you want to call it, didn't seem to be there in the uh, Tigers' win. Well, maybe it's just that the Tigers are finding some form. Who knows? Only time will tell. The second one is the Tedesco and Cronk partnership was absolutely on fire against the Bulldogs, which I mean you could go back to that earlier point in what I have coming up about the Bulldogs. But still, just that little bit of chemistry coming together for them. Is this the key for the Roosters going to the Premiership? Tedesco and Cronk, if those two can click for the remainder of the season... 
What chance do Sydney have of being in that grand final? And I think they have very much the chance of not just being in the grand final, but being the top qualifier as well. Obviously, Tedesco, we know the X-Factor he's got, and Kronk is one of the most solid players in the NRL. If those two can continue their great combination that they showed against the Bulldogs, they're going to be a very difficult team to beat. And the last question, I've already mentioned bits of it. How the hell do you help Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs at the moment? They look dreadful. Uh, But the thing is, why? They've got enough talent. They've got the Morris brothers, Josh Jackson, David Klima. They've got an engine room. And they've got some speed out wide. Is the problem in the halves? Obviously, they've got the experience of Kieran Foran. But do they need someone better to partner him? Now, what I would do is I'd put Brett Morris to fullback. Find someone else you can put onto that wing and move Moses Embai into the sixth jersey. Just that little bit more control, that little bit more level-headedness, I feel is exactly what the Bulldogs need. But they've got to sort out their defence it's really, really letting them down. They had moments, some great moments on attack against the Roosters. Roosters' defence was good enough to hold them out. But when they turn it over, they just concede points within the next couple of plays, and that cannot happen. If that continues, they will finish with the wooden spoon. Not saying I want that to happen, it's just my thoughts. Anyway, those are my three questions for the week. If you have an opinion... Email me, josh at baynrl.com, leave a comment on the Facebook page, or even send me a message and I could discuss it next week. Up next, it's the news. Teammates of Gold Coast Titans halfback Ashley Taylor were a little unhappy that the Titans halfback was rested from training before last Saturday's match to the Warriors, which they lost 20 points to 8. Titans forward Jai Arrow has made a tongue-in-cheek comment saying that Taylor has a heartilage problem and that he is sucking after only one game. Taylor complained of hamstring tightness after Sunday's 30-28 win over the Raiders. Paul Gallen has been ruled out of the Sharks' round 3 match versus Parramatta with a foot injury. Coach Shane Flanagan is expected to decide between Kurt Dillon and Jack Williams to make up the 17. And Jack Bird returns to the NRL this weekend as he makes his debut for the Brisbane Broncos. Bird will line up at left centre, which puts Tom Opisic onto the bench. All of those matches will be live on Sky Sport or if you're in Australia, on Fox Sports. We'll take a short break and then we'll be back with competition time. Competition time now, and last week I asked, what is the Proven Summons Trophy? The Proven Summons Trophy is the NRL Premiership Trophy and it is awarded to the victors of the Grand Final. Again, we had no one entering the competition. You could have won a $20 New World gift card. Unless you guys don't like New World, if not, just email me, josh at bayinrl.com, or put a message or a post on the Facebook page, and we'll find something that we can entice you with to enter our competitions. Anyway, we must move forward, and this week's competition question is, how many points did Daily Cherry Evans score versus Parramatta? Now, if you're listening to the podcast very carefully, you can find it back 
in one of our earlier sections. How many points did Daily Cherry Evans score versus Parramatta in round two this season? Email competitions at baynrl.com and go in the draw to win. At this stage, a $20 New World gift voucher, but if we get enough interest, we could possibly make it something else. But you've got to be in to win. Enter in that competitions at baynrl.com. That question again is how many points did Daily Cherry Evans score versus Parramatta last round? Moving on, next up is my multi. Okay, so I had a bit of a terrible round with my multi, only getting four out of the eight games correct. I picked St. George and Sydney correctly for the the first game of Thursday night and Friday night. I picked North Queensland to beat Brisbane, which they very well should have. Warriors to beat the Gold Coast, they did. Penrith... Luckily got out of jail, I thought I might have still been in with something because at the moment the TAB is offering your money back if you only get one leg wrong. Fortunately it was the Tigers, Parramatta quite convincingly, and the Canberra Raiders which upset me. Anyway, moving on to my round three picks and I have picked Melbourne to beat North Queensland, Penrith to beat the Bulldogs, Tigers to beat Brisbane, Canberra to beat the Warriors in Golden Point, even though I haven't actually picked it as a Golden Point game, but I feel that's what will happen. Manly to beat Souths, Cronulla to beat Parramatta, St George to beat the Gold Coast, and the Roosters to beat Newcastle. Now going in a bit more in depth, um, Melbourne will be stunned after they've lost to the West Tigers, much like North Queensland will be in disbelief that they couldn't take home the two points versus the Broncos. This is going to be the match of the round, and both sides will want to get some early season momentum. Now that was my preview. Obviously that game was played last night, and I picked correctly. So Melbourne get me on the board very early, so let's hope it continues. Right, game still to come is Canterbury versus Penrith. Penrith left it very late to win versus Parramatta and will need to start a lot better if they are to be seen as a threat. Canterbury had no luck last week versus Sydney and a firing Tedesco had plenty to do with it. Confidence will be down and that is why Penrith, I believe, will take home that one. Now Tiger versus Brisbane, both teams coming off very impressive wins against the Storm and the Cowboys respectively. This would be very close to another game of the round, but I expect the home advantage to the West Tigers to be the deciding factor. Canberra versus the Warriors. Canberra have suffered two close losses and will be frustrated they can't put together a full 80-minute performance. However, at what I expect to be a packed GIO stadium in the Gold Coast, the Warriors will need to put up an 80-minute performance of their own if they are to win. Souths versus Manly. Manly put the eels to the sword, 54-0 pasting of the Parramatta lads. Daily Cherry Evans and the rest of the Sea Eagles will look to carry that momentum through. For South Sydney, Greg Inglis has been cleared of any ill effects due to concussion, but will still be down on confidence, not just Inglis, but the whole South Sydney team, after letting Penrith get away with a late victory. Parramatta versus Cronulla, now Parramatta will be bruised and battered after being absolutely assaulted by Manly last week, and Cronulla only put together a 
40-minute performance against St. George due to a strong breeze, but I think they will like to use their physicality to take to a hurting Parramatta. Of course, Paul Gallen is out, so that may make things a bit more interesting. Gold Coast versus St. George. Ashley Taylor versus Ben Hunt is going to be an absolute dream matchup. And I could be wrong, both of these players could be vying for a potential Queensland spot. And obviously we've got Cooper Cronk, who's already there, he's the incumbent, he's going to be very hard to move, but looking at backup options, this match could be the way of them showing the selectors what they can do. Hunt and Taylor, the battle for the next generation of the Queensland halfback. The Roosters, Sydney Roosters versus Newcastle Knights, Mitchell Pearce versus Cooper Cronk. Oh, wow. This is going to be a halves battle like no other, as they have rival states. They've had a rivalry for years. And I expect Mitchell Pearce to also be on the receiving end of some big hits from the likes of Jared Wairia Hargraves and Boyd Corner, being a former rooster. But he will be ready for it. He seems that sort of character. He's up for a challenge, and he would love to get one up over his new club. And saying that, with Tedesco's form from last week and the Roosters at home, I think that will be too much for Newcastle, and I picked the Roosters to win that. So those are my picks of the round. Obviously one has already come true, but let's hope the rest do. If you want a slice of the pie, this one is expected to reward me about $314, should all games come true. You can win $100 of that and all you have to do is have liked, shared, commented on the Facebook page and I'll put all names into a hat and draw them out randomly live stream on the Facebook page. Only if all the games come true though, so fingers crossed, be with me, hope for it to happen. Right, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with NRL Supercoach. Okay, now I made a couple of really bad mistakes when it came to my Supercoach team in round two. I knew that Tui Lolohia was going to be out, but I forgot to trade him out. Also, with Parramatta getting absolutely flogged by Manly, Josh Hoffman did me no good. He got me 10 points. Sean Johnson, a very solid performance. He got me 164 points. After scoring 82, but he was my captain. I also had James Maloney, who again did sweet F all for me. It's, it's unfortunate. But not a lot of bad performances, but just half incomplete ones that really, really hurt. So I've made a couple of trades. I've made my first trades of the round. I've brought in Cameron Munster for Tui Lolohia, who's out injured still. And I've traded out... James Maloney, he has not done enough for me. And I've brought in the Sea Eagles halfback, Lachlan Croker. They play the Rabbitohs at 7.30pm on the 24th of March at ANZ Stadium. Rabbitohs will still be looking a little bit shaky, which I've taken a risk on Lachlan Croker. He's a, he is a good cheapie. Scored 72 points last round. So let's hope he can make some waves 
against the Rabbitohs for my sake. That's all the changes I feel I've made for this round. Oh, no, I've taken Ben Hampton off one of my reserves and given it to Tamari Martin. So running through my team. Jake Granville, Tarek Sims, Nelson Asofa Solomona, Tohu Harris, Vice-Captain, Chris Hyington, Josh Jackson, Sean Johnson is my captain, Lachlan Croker, Josh Morris, Joey Leilua, Josh Hoffman, Cameron Munster, and Kyle Felt. In my reserves, Tamari Martin, Cooper Cronk, Bryce Cartwright, and Boyd Cordner. Now, fingers crossed, I get some good scores from my team this week. Otherwise, I might be in a little bit of trouble. Anyway, if you've got a super coach team and you are keen to start up a league, let me know. Comment on my Facebook page, give me a message. Email me, josh at baynrl.com. I'm very, very eager to get this sort of thing started. Anyway, that's super coach for this round. We'll be back next week reviewing how we went. So the final sign-off before we head away for the week. Well, I say we, I mean I, but if you'd like to be involved with this podcast, I'd absolutely love it. If you've got an insight, an opinion, something that you want to contribute, let me know. I'm very, very interested to get some local Hawks Bay people involved. Even if you follow the local league scene, if we've got someone like that or someone you know like that, I would be absolutely delighted to have them join this podcast. Now, some of you who know me will know that I am an absolute cricket tragic. I know this is an NRL show, but I must put a mention in for the Black Caps. Rolling England for 58. Trent Bolt, 6 wickets. Tim Southey, 4 wickets. And then Williamson, 91 or 92 not out at the end of the day's play. Anyway, that's all the cricket talk for this podcast. We'll be back. Episode 4 of Bay NRL. Enjoy your round. Who's your money on? I've given you my thoughts and hopefully my multi comes true. Next game that we have coming up is Canterbury versus Penrith. If there's a time for the Bulldogs to hit, get their season started, it's now. But for my sake and for my multi sake and for your sake as well for a chance to win part of that multi, let's hope that doesn't happen. Until next time... Ciao for now.